Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Great to have Bill Bush with us for the entire show. And we just keep adding guests. We got Coach Bush for the whole week, and now we've got Kenny Wilhite with us for the full hour. I just, just unplugged my headphones. Thank you. Yeah. We're back now. You good? We're back. Yeah. yeah, we're good. Kenny? Why are you doing that? I My, my thing came up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Kenny, a former mess, Kenny. All Big Eight, big defensive back, former Nebraska director of high school relations. Good to have you here, Kenny. Um, you you saw something that Sip was doing right when you walked in, and I please address that. What's that? Sip, you can't stir your coffee with your eyeglasses. <laughs> this happens all the time. Is the problem? It, that didn't. When, when I was told what happened, it didn't startle me. There was not one part like, "Whoa, why not?" Yeah. Because you're going to put them on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're on your head. You do that. And then you put them in your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and they're his wife's glasses. That's the problem. Oh, right Lord. And you, you also saw something else that he had over there? What's up with the back scratcher? Yeah, I got a back scratcher. You can't do a radio show if your back's itching. Oh, there, there's been times, guys, where the back scratcher's been gone, and he will open up that door, and he will 
Scratch. Well, you do that. Do Everybody that. does that. I'll do the he'll do yeah. the bear thing on that. You yeah. know, where you just go. Yeah. Up Everybody does that. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Is, is, is he ever went shirt off? No. For that? No. Okay. No. No shirts always on. And that's respectable. That's the thing. Yeah, you I saw the that. you saw the backstretch this morning. I got very went, nervous when I saw it. And when I, it came why in, did you get nervous? Because I'm like, if I see like dry skin flying around, I was going to be yeah, freaked <laughs> out. Get those follicles away. Yeah, exactly. I went follicles. What? Skin follicles. Yeah. What's so nasty about that? No, I was defending you. I said science. I said science. When he does the back scratcher it is above the shirt it doesn't yeah. go beneath it. it's above it so no, we're I fine no you don't better. i'm trying to help you out yeah. okay yeah. so you do go beneath the shirt Kenny, how are you doing i'm yeah. doing good brother so how'd you yeah. see it it's nice you, to see you, it. you were too. telling us kenny you're not a morning person no oh, really. you're not. <laughs> it's a tough job for the morning <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> really <laughs> tough job coach bush Kelly, it's, kind it's, of are you kind of a morning yeah. person? I'm, i can be if i need to be i can go to bed at three and get up at six and be fine no coffee though no coffee. See, yeah, I asked him if he wanted coffee and declined. No. You don't drink yeah. coffee. Just oh, no. don't like the flavor. Don't like the. I tried it one time and I went straight to sleep. Yeah. Really? Straight to sleep? Straight to sleep. Yeah. In a meeting. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. At night, it calms me down. If I drink, I'll drink you it. you drink decaf or what? I don't drink none of that. <laughs> How, I've never heard a person that <laughs> drank coffee man. go right it's to okay. sleep. Unless it was kind of. decaf, possibly. No, nah, yeah. I can drink a 44 ounce Mountain Dew and go straight to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. That. Do you do anything in the morning to get yourself jacked up? No, just jump like in the shower. Calisthenics or anything like that? Do you do any jumping jacks? Not Mountain Dew. No, I'll drink a Mountain Dew in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Hot what, cow, what's hot the cow. earliest you have a Mountain Dew? Like right when you wake up, get out of bed, no, Mountain no, Dew? No, no, no. Like when we had to be in the office at 8, I'd have one at 8.15. Let it Mountain Dew. Yeah, let it. No, no unlet. Yeah, because you know, Doc Sadler would always have an entire, what, fridge full of diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. The guy who just lived off that stuff. He did. Former basketball. Yeah. yeah. Di- it's a lot a great of way to hydrate. Yeah, it's, the, it's a great it's really way. Good, way. Yeah, really good for your system to have diet Mountain Dew. I, I worked with with uh, uh, Dave Baldwin drank minimum of fourteen well, diet cokes a that? day. Jeez. Minimum fourteen diet cokes. Diet minimums. Yeah, diet cokes. Yeah. And drinking like not, not like just like drank them all the way through like that. See, at some point, as part of like drinking a Mountain Dew or even coffee, that I'm I'm trying to get that buzz. I'm mm. trying to get alert. But if you're mm. drinking 14, it's th- that buzz is gone. It's like gone. you you are immune to it. You yeah. can't even get anything. Just, you're going for yeah. taste, you're going for the carbonation. I don't know what exactly. But psychological they, too. It is psychological. Like I just, I'm just coffee just in the morning, just a cup, a cup cup and that. That's it. I'm done. Sips like getting one like at eight o'clock at night. That's I'm, I'm done with that. That calms me down actually. At that time. Really? Are you yeah. drinking decaf? Hopefully yeah. at that time at eight no, p.m. No. You're drinking regular coffee. Yeah, it, caffeinated coffee at eight p.m. Uh-huh. Well, do you have sleep issues? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, the answer is probably yes. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Think, how yeah. many issues do you think I have? Well, I mean, there's we all have issues, but <laughs> we all do. We all got problems. <laughs> right. Well, Kenny is, is glad. It was great to have you here in Appreciate studio here. Uh, Bill, you were telling me that. Uh, Kenny, you Kenny was in defensive meetings with you guys this year when you took over. He was when we made the change over. When uh, Coach Joseph made the change over, he changed. Uh, Kenny kept had to do two roles basically. He still did his uh, uh, high school relations, which he was the best I've ever seen at around the state. So he had to handle that, and then also then he was um, uh, put on as an analyst with uh, with Coach Fisher, and so he was with him all the time. So I had a lot of conversations with Kenny prior to meetings, what we're going to do, uh, worked out well because I've coached Kenny before we've coached together before. So we had a lot of, a lot of things that he kind of understood kind of what we wanted to get done at those times, but he was a big part actually sat right next to me in the, in the staff meeting. So it was, uh, it was great to have him there for those reasons. He did a, did a tremendous job and probably one of the, you know, one of the reasons that we were able to, uh, do some good things on defense was because of Kenny. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm curious for both you guys. I mean, I, I talked to Coach about this you know, early in the week, but Kenny, I guess for you, when there is a change midseason, you know, when, when Bill goes from special teams coordinator to defensive coordinator, and you have to, you've got a bye week before the Indiana game, and you're trying to get just things figured out. How, how do we assess the situation? How do we fix things? What is that like going from, hey, it was this mid, this before the season, now it's this? What, what's, the, what's that like to change midseason like that? Well, in midseason, mid it's, it's difficult, but I think Coach Bush handled it really well. Um, he had a plan. Um, he implemented his plan, and you know we, we all took it and we ran with it. I think the guys, the kids, bought into it. That was a key. As long as he can get the kids buy into it, we, we were fine. So once they bought into it, we were off and running. Did you ever think about it from your? I mean, you were a player, high level player. The what those kids were going through. You never went. Did you go through anything remotely like that? No. Yeah, it's amazing. I did in Canada when I was playing up in Canada. Did you? you? Know, I had coach got fired four games into the season. Mm -hmm. uh, they brought in a new head coach, and you know, of course, he wanted to. Now he kept the defense coordinator the same, but his plan was different from, from the old head coach. So uh, again, change yeah. is always difficult. Yeah. Uh, but once you you get everybody on board, you're, you you should be fine. Did the kid, did the kids adjust quickly in this case? Well, it, it took them a minute. I think it took them a minute. Uh, you know, there were some guys that were. We're hurt, you know. I've been through four regimes now, you know. Yeah, here, you know. So, but it was the same way, you know. They were, um, they were hurt, but again, Bushman, Bushman, one, I like that. Bushman. Once he implemented his his plan going forward, I think it took about a week for the kids to uh, really get over what what had happened and bought in, and they played their asses. But there's the offensive part too, though, you know. When you say offense, well, I mean, there's there's a. Yeah, the defense whipped into shape, but the offense had to whip into shape too. Not not necessarily because there wasn't a change at that at, at, at offense coordinator. Well, I mean, I'm there talking was a Scott. Scott, yes, there was a change at the head coach position, right. but the offense coordinator was running the, the show yeah, from, okay. from day one. So now they were hurt about someone were hurt about Scott being let right. go, but uh, I think Whipple was already ready to go. Well, I think there's also it, there's confusion too because you think about all that goes into an off season and getting ready for a season. And you got, you got fall camp. You're, you're preparing with the staff you have, you know, you, where your special teams, you know, Shenander's court, defensive coordinator, Whipple's offensive coordinator. You got a plan. You go to, you go to Ireland and expect to beat Northwestern and you don't, you don't win that game. You're 0-1. And, and then, you know, then the Georgia Southern game happens and whoa, everything that we had planned for that we had prepared for is out the window. Like that takes a lot. I would think as a player to say, okay, we had this trust in this in the staff, but now we got to trust that this going forward is the right way to go. Is, is there any sort of is there any fighting to that? Is there any sort of people that any any sort of issues ever that come from that from players? Are they all like, I trust you, I'm all in. That's based just on we just had great great young men, mm -hmm. and so that can be different. That's that doesn't hold through each. Everyone's different. Everyone okay. needs to be looked at separately. It's all it's all a different situation. There was just there wasn't a lot of me people. There was like no no me people. And why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? They were just, they were great young men. And so they, they made it happen. I said the whole time right there, they were the ones that were able to, to, to see what was going on, but they were the ones that executed like that. And their attitudes were, were ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. It's not a beat up team right now. Actually, it's it's, actually, it's a very high confident team. I know on defense, I can't speak for the offense because I wasn't with those guys, but on defense, that's a real confident team uh, with, with how they're playing. So the guys that jog out there against Minnesota will be very, very confident. Yeah. And I, I just, you, you go forward with, with the roster of the team. And I'm, I'm curious when, when um, you look at 
a new season for these guys. Obviously, there's you know another new coaching staff, and they're completely new coaching staff with Matt Rule and staff, and and what happens there. Um, I, I remember, Sip, we remember vividly talking on the show that in 2015, which was the first year of Mike Riley, uh, there was a game midseason where Nebraska lost to Purdue, 55 to, a bad Purdue team at that point, 55-45. And there was a conversation that some guys were, were still playing the former defense and they were not playing the new defense that was set in place with... Um, half and half. Is that Mark Banker in 15? Yeah, yeah, Mark Banker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually after the Miami game, it was after the, it was after the game you. in Miami. Miami game, okay. Yeah. So, still mid, you know, early mid season there. I mean, do you ever see that? Like, is there a conflict where, where guys don't want to let go of what they had to to move on with the current? Regime? That would be really hard to believe that that that, that, that exactly. There's a conversation like, that's that's there about it. I, I, that, that would be that. I find there. that. Very hard to believe that, that with that. I think there might be some techniques within. Yeah. That it's like, hey, we want to play this technique, and someone is very, uh, very pro to the technique that they want to play. So there might be some of that. But Kenny can answer on that much better than I can. You know, as I was on that, I was a holdover on that on that staff, and you say that, and there was some pushback. Hmm. You know, some of the guys, and I basically tried to tell them, hey, listen, you know, you got to play for the guy to your left and the guy to your right. It's not about who's the coach. You know, you may not agree with – like, Bushman was my coach. I may not agree with everything Bushman said, yeah. but I respected him as a coach, and I did what what he wanted me is to it, do. Is it sometimes Kenny's – the guys are just, like, lapsing into the former system? They're not even doing it consciously. No, I wouldn't say – I mean, again, I was there. Yeah. So, consciously, they were doing it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> – Hey, it's uh, I, I was giving him the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it was sad to see, yeah. but uh, again, those were some of the older guys that were bow guys. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you try to tell them, hey, they believed in that defense. They believed in the defense. Yeah. You know, so but Banker was a good defense coordinator. Uh, his plan was good. Yeah, Banker was definitely. Good. He was a really good defense coordinator, and he was, you know, so but. Yeah, he- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, Bill's been saying a lot about this upcoming year is that when you have a new staff in place, you've got new new faces everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've asked on the show, is this, you know, um, is this a rebuild or a reset for Nebraska football? And this whole conversation about flipping a roster, you believe, is, is just – not a real. It's, it's not real, regarding well, the current they're, they're, situation. They're, they're they're bringing people in, but there's like the you know, Sipples one who pointed out so clearly was that there's a lot of returners, mm-hmm. and so that's what you always say. There's a lot of returners. Now, can those returners be beat out by new people coming in? Absolutely. But when you don't get said, it all comes back to just just take a look at who's returning. Yep. That's what you look at. Who's returning? And there's a lot of returners. Dude, I think like we talked about, you have you have a starting quarterback back. You have your top four running backs back. O line is is back tight ends a little beat up yep. you know with uh with travis uh leaving so just i'm not saying beat up they're just they're just don't have a they don't have they're the they're you know going in going into the last couple of years you knew who your tight ends base were going to be on the field that would be a little bit too so there's a lot of players that are back and and that have played a lot of football so that's how i think the rebuild and retool is different that's however people want to look at it but like i said like that it's it's not a they they are not a beat up team uh, where they just, like I said, where they're walking in the door like, like that. They're they're a pretty confident team. I know defensively they'll be pretty confident when that, they when they start spring ball. That new Kenny, that new DBs coach said that uh, he's got a couple pros. Is he talking? He's talking about the Quentin, right? Quentin Newsom. I, w- I would guess he's talking about Quentin. I mean, he's a potential pro, right? Yes, yes. And who else? Farmer. Miles Farmer. Miles Farmer. Buford's a really good player. Buford's a really good really, player. really good player. Yes. And those And Hartsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got so just think about that. Your entire starting secondary is back. back. And and plus, and, and plus more. Back. Yeah, yeah. Gifford back. And so you're so you have your you have your nickel back. Yep. And so Javin Wright's back there at start yeah, one game. Yeah, and and, 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 and he can start. Yeah. Is it Javin? Yeah, it is. I, I've been letting you say it wrong all week just for the fun of it. <laughs> we, I really have. I, hey, I, I messed yeah. it up too. I said Javin. And he's a and, and, Javin. Yeah, Javin Wright. And he's finally back to healthy. You know, he played the entire um, the entire Iowa game uh, for us. And so again, there's that's a lot of players that have played inside linebackers. Those guys have played a lot of snaps. Yep. Guys up for so you know def, uh, outside through rush in type of position. That's down. That's down. That because you lost three guys off that. Still plenty of talent, but that's but you just, like you said. There's a lot of guys back that have played a lot of football. Well, I think about in the past. I mean, example of. Whether that was maybe a concern. You look back, I think it was what 2013, I want to say, when Eric Martin 
went from a linebacker to a defensive end. I mean, he had eight and a half sacks. They, they kind of built a pass rusher there. I think that was 213. At Eric Martin. So if you're the new staff and you say, okay, we lost, we lost Oshawn Mathis. We lost you know, Caleb Tanner. We've lost Garrett Nelson. But you know, we got to find a way to still rush the passer. Do you get creative about that and say, you know, maybe we can put a linebacker on the edge? Or, you know, as a, as oh, I'm a, sure they will. I'm sure, I'm sure they will. They're, they're really good coaches. They'll figure out ways in different packages. Third down packages will have a chance to be able to, to do different things. So they'll have, like I said, when you're rushing, that's always a critical thing. It's like when you, every time you call a pressure or a blitz, it's always in my head who's blitzing because some guys are just really good and some guys aren't as good. And if you're really? blitzing and you're just, if you're just like, oh, the blitz is going to work, the blitzers, the blitzers is what, that's what matters. So it's, it's still, still fascinating it's, to me. It's still, it's not like oh, I'm going to dial this thing up like that. Well, what it is, is it's the people that's executing it. Uh, with what's going on, so they'll have a chance to, to evaluate that and to be able to do that. Uh, Javen Wright would be one because he's got some length, mm-hmm. uh, length to him, and so there's different. You know, one of the hardest things to teach is pressure off the edge uh, from small guys. So oh, DBs, really? uh, why? So, but, uh, oh, that they're not natural with it, ah. and, they, and when they think everything's going to be a free hitter, it's always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come off the edge, and the, and the quarterback's not going to see me. I can hit him in the back of the head, and the ball's going to fly out. No, you're going to have to beat. So you're going to have to ID'd by the tackle or by the running back. And then when you're blitzing off the edge in a pass game, the worst place to be in football is behind the quarterback. Because once you go, and once you get pinged, I use the word pinged, and he flies <laughs> past the quarterback. In now, what? <laughs> so you have to be able to know how to uh, double how, back. How, how, how to how, basically is what it is. Yeah. Like you, have, you have to have a great plan with when you're coming off the edge of of how you're going up and under, how you're going to do different things, how you're going to attack the running back in in the in the pressure part of it right there. But again, the blitzers are what are what matters. If you're just putting on the coach to do everything, that's not going to always work. Newsom got home once or twice. He's yes. got home. He, he can do it, right? Yeah, yeah there's guys that, 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 that can, can do, do it, it. That, that have to be able to have it, to get it get it done. But that's just part of the part of the plan. But they'll 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 get they'll get 11 guys out there that they're really good players and they'll have a way to adjust to get more pressure if you need pressure there's always ways to do it you know ideally in everyone's world you're like hey i'd love to just rush for that'd be the way to do it you know like, <laughs> yeah. if you have like the 49ers front or something like that it's like ah, that this is fun they just get this home. is fun they just, just get yeah, home. Yeah, the, the ball's out in thousand one thousand two and you can play well, all nick Bose is very helpful you can you change know? all kinds of coverages in the back end you, you can go from this to this to this to this you know once you get into hey we got to start bringing five and six yeah. now your coverage will just go out the door of what I can play behind it. You know, there's there's been a, a lot of guys in the history of Nebraska, and, and you see this a lot all across the country. I think about right now in the NFL, where, where Brock Purdy was essentially the NFL version of a walk-on. When you're the last pick of the draft, you are, you know, you're not you're not supposed to do much. You're if you if you pan out, great, that's the lottery. If you don't, you don't. You're not really supposed to pan out. Seventh round picks don't pan out very often. When you look at, you know, Kenny, in terms of you know, you've been here for a long time, and, and with with walk on players at Nebraska, some guys, you know, they they're not expected to come in and do anything. They're, they're anything, you know, they want to be good practice players, but can they be actually good players in, in games? We've seen several walk on players turn out to be starters and yes. end up being NFL players. What's the process like for that? For them to kind of go from that pool of walk ons to making their way into first and second team with the, the roster? I mean, just their work ethic. I mean, their their dedication to the program. That they want to. Um, a lot of guys, when I looked at them and I evaluated them, I, I had a pool, and I gave them to the position coach. The position coach decided which ones he wanted. Now, within that pool, I made sure I thought within two years they could help us, either on special teams. Within two years. Within two years. Either on special teams or at a position. 
I mean, you had some come in as freshmen and contribute. You, you had some earn scholarships after their freshman year. So those are the kind of guys you look for. Now, you you hopefully can use them on special teams a lot. Mm-hmm. Bushman used a lot of them on special teams to run down on kickoff, to, to be on kickoff return, to be on punt team. So if they can help you in that aspect, and then once they get bigger, a little faster, a little stronger, then they can help you on the defense. How, how often are you looking at guys, Kenny, around here, walk-on types, that you say, how, how are they not being recruited? It happens a lot. I mean, I mean, as you know, we missed on a couple. You know, uh, well, yeah, Everybody so does. Everybody does. but A lot uh, of people missed on Purdy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, not really. They didn't really miss on him. I mean, he, he had a really good career at Iowa State. I followed him at Iowa State. He was really good at Iowa State. Well, I mean, some people just didn't recruit, recruit him. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, it's it's up to the – like Bushman said, I heard him coming in. The position coach has to recruit their position. You know, they know what they're looking for. They know what they want at their position. So, um, you, you you win some and you lose some. Oh, you know, it's not a – it's not a – I mean, if everybody could re- recruit five-star players and get them to their, to their university, then everybody would be winning football teams. Yeah. Eckler told me once, Mike – um, is about 50 50. If you're hitting 50, percent you're pretty, you're really good. You're really good, really good. Yes, that's amazing. The walk on programs, as coach, uh, coach Oliver is, was always big on, they're, they're your erasers hmm. because you're going to make errors in your 85 scholarship offers. So they're they are your erasers on this on the team. So all sense. of a sudden, and a lot of places don't have walk ons at all, like a USC, hmm. it's a private school. You know, what it costs to go to school there to get to a walk on that's not happening. Wisconsin is very difficult for walk-ons because you can't get into school. So you can't really start. You can't recruit a walk-on and be like, are you, it's always, are you already in, in school? Have you been admitted into school? Because if you have a walk-on, it's like, hey, can you help me get admitted? No. And oh, so, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. so Wisconsin's not, you know, it's not like, hey, if you graduate from a high school in Wisconsin, you're going to get into Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So it was there were a number of people that would be like, "Hey, can, my kid really wants to go there." You know, he's. Yeah. A, it's like, no, I can't. I, I have zero help hmm. in that on on that type. So that that makes a difference. In LSU, we had so limited walk-ons because there was such a large base of FCS schools oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. Then yep. you had La Tech, the two Monroe, uh, Louisiana schools. Yep. Then you had Tulane. Okay. So you have all those schools in the state. Then you have all the FCS schools. So the ones that really came to LSU, there was very few that played. And also, it was very hard to like, like our our film for special teams is so ridiculous because of the numbers we had of great kids and their effort. So if you're doing kickoff return, we'd be three deep with a scout kickoff team. Most places you can't even get one scout lookoff team uh, look look team. And so to have that you know, that is a huge advantage of how you practice, like that. and that's a big part of. I never of, uh, knew that. Never uh, it, it's when you like, if you turn the film on, it's 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 just like if people are watching, like like who 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 is that? Who's uh, we did like in the spring? We would do kickoff, and we let everyone get reps, and we would do six deep, and then we do everyone else. So the last rep, there'd be twenty eight guys going on the line. We let them all go, so, we got, so they all got a rep. Twenty eight guys. So we would uh, literally we had we had on the depth chart it was six deep, and the, and then so after that everyone goes to get a rep, and then. Also, what helped with that was is that we watched them. And so when we would watch the 28 guys go, I'd pick like six guys out and I'd circle them. So they knew when they got on there that they got at that, and then you'd bump them up. Hey, you're going up to fourth. You're going up to here to show. But, but that, that doesn't happen any place. It's no, too deep yeah. right now. Spring, eight deep. 80 guys on kickoff. Oh, God. So that's well, that's good for those kids, too. It's, it's very good for them. Keeps them involved, yes. right? Yeah. But, but again, 
most of the walk-on kids are from around this area. You know, they know this place. They want to be here. They'll do it. They'll get their arm and leg just to run out on kickoff. So, hasn't changed. Still, no. it's always it's been like that since yes. you were playing. Yes, way yeah, back. And, and, and way, way back. back. Well, hey, hey, don't you age. Don't, don't age. Don't age him that much. He doesn't, he doesn't age. <laughs> He is. He's, he is. He's kind of ageless. It's pretty cool. Except for the little. <laughs> must be nice. It must be nice. See, see, Kenny goes down to being like so, the all-time favorite player on the team. I have. It's, it's a very. Everyone knows who it is when you walk in. Who's my favorite player on the team? And Kenny was it for this reason. My favorite right? player on the team is the punt returner. Period. Okay. I don't know if the punt returner is the favorite guy on the team because that's punt a. Returner. He was a punt returner, and that's a man's man job to stand back there. You by yourself, fifty yards. Guys are coming. So what happens is you go in there at that. You go into the in the specialties like that. When you first start, who wants to be a kickoff returner? Fifty hands go up <laughs> because when you catch the ball, they're thirty yards away from you. <laughs> not, not, who wants to be a punt returner? Four hands go up. <laughs> and it's like so. There's so they can hit you full speed right in your chin oh, yeah, from true. one yard away. That's true. That's a celebrated and, hit. And then also you've got yeah, everything. And then also you got wind. And all the stuff oh, going I, on yeah, like that. Well, you yeah, got to make fielding it. decisions. Yeah. Oh, the ball's been kicked short. There's a Peter call. Oh, they all, no. it's it's mind numbing. So I make that very clear that that in in every place I'm at is is that my favorite guy in the room is the punt returner because it takes a real dude huh. to go back. Because other guys don't want to go back there. Kenny's they say they, they say they do. No, they don't. Kenny's real dude. You you did that how many years? Well, up in Canada, I did it for five years. Did you? Yeah. Take it's, any big hits. I took one. One, just one. Just one. One big hit. Just one. That's pretty good. Only just took one. one big hit. Just one. Really? When I thought you, when you saw, don't think I thought he had his block. Yeah. So oh. I, did, I didn't. You know, that was a guy I counted on. Yeah. That's why he you didn't have it. No, he, 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 he missed. The that's ball. why you. That's why you sell to those guys of like you better strain to protect him yeah. because that back there is a is a is a real deal. And so that's why Kenny was always one of my favorite because he. Went back there and was able to do that. That is a dude yeah. job. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're, I watch it all the time, and I because kickoff yeah. return guys are set ahead of you. They're yeah. set. Even a, that, that doesn't happen. The, the, you catch the ball, not, they're, they're, they'll be thirty yards away from you. But those dudes that yeah. uh, even on kickoff return that thunder upfield into contact, I'm like, whoa, that's like oh yeah, a that's kamikaze. That, yeah, I mean, you yeah. Know, yeah. those guys are bad dudes too. Yeah, no, they are. Oh yeah, the returners or the kickoff guys. The returners. Yeah, it is on kickoff return, but it's not. I mean, like Tommy Hill just whip his body into. Into contact. There's an art to it too. Now, yeah. there's a, there's an art to it. I mean, you want to, you know, you don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. or, you, or your your career won't last. Uh, yeah. You you won't be out there. You that's kind of reckless. There, yeah, you don't want to. Okay. There's an art meaning you don't want to take direct hits. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, and then you got to have good peripheral vision. Yeah. You know, Bush coordinators, especially team coordinators, set returns for a reason. You know, there should be a hole, right? But if that hole is in there now, you have to improvise. <laughs> You don't just run up in that hole when you're a buck seventy-five. Yeah, <laughs> you have to remember. Some like dudes do that though. But they're crazy. But their career won't be long. Yeah. That's why I say I've never taken. I've only taken one direct hit. That's that's impressive. That's one. That's a good craft. There you go. Yeah, I thought Rex was like that. He didn't take many direct shots. It didn't seem like you become smarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dewan Gross, excellent punt returner back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Didn't t- yeah, just he returned him for touchdowns all the time. Yeah. I could see you, Sipple, as a punt returner, if if you had done what? No speed. But if what 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 kept you from being a punt returner? 
I didn't play. Football. You didn't play football. <laughs> that was that's where everything kind of. If, so if you, would, that's where it really, that's where that's where it went south. That's where all of a sudden we lost the. Uh, so no football. So, yeah, so, so no football. football. So no football. So we we lost you on that one there, buddy. Uh, yep. If you have any questions, I don't have any story. Yeah. If you have any co- questions for Coach Wilhite or Coach Bush, please call or text four six four five six eight five. More next on an early break in the time. More next on an early. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.